Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. You know, it used to be we would reach out to Teresa Murray maybe once every couple months. She's our consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. And now it's every week. We could probably have you on every other day, Teresa. And today, the news is about the Consumer Product Safety Commission recalling four models of hear muffs. Those are the, you know, we, we first saw like stars, you know, you would see people on the side of a stage. Let's say if uh, Keith Urban was on stage and Nicole Kidman was on the side of the stage holding one of their children, they would have these earmuffs on just to protect their ears from the noise or people used them at NASCAR races or any big concert or gathering where your children's hearing might be impaired based on the decibels that, um, you know, that are being broadcast so why are they recalling these? Yeah, well, there's good news and bad news here. I guess the good news is, is it seems like the, the product itself, which is called Hearmuff, um, that the product itself is not necessarily defective. It looks like that the problem was with the batteries, the AAA alkaline batteries. And what they found was that these batteries can rupture and cause, quote, projectile or burn injury. Well, when you're talking about being on a kid's head and being in their ears and the thought of projectiles or burns, um, it's not a good thing. The CPSC said that there were 19 reports of rupturing batteries, and somehow, thank God, no injuries have been reported somehow. Um, so they've recalled about 31,000 sets of these uh, earmuffs. I used to work a lot of concerts, so I would take my son with me from the time he was like a year, year and a half old to some of them, and, and it was hard to find back then, but now they're they're widely available, and these were sold at Sam's Club and Kroger and some other stores nationwide? Yeah, and they, they've been for sale for a number of years, going back to 2018, and they cost like 30 to 40 bucks, so these aren't like cheap dollar store things. I mean, these are a product that you buy them to protect your kid's hearing because you're a good parent. And you don't expect something stupid to happen with them, like the batteries exploding. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, hopefully there haven't actually been any injuries that have just haven't gotten on the CPSC's radar yet. Uh, the good news about this, the other thing that was interesting about this recall is the company agreed to what's called a fast track recall. And basically the company didn't put up any fuss about it and it allowed the CPSC to recall the product more quickly to prevent the possibility of, of any kid getting hurt. It doesn't happen very often, but sometimes companies will agree to this fast-track recall when it's, like, urgent or it involves kids or it's just, you know, it's a more dire threat than the normal dire threats that you and I talk about every right. day. <laughs> Over 31,000 sets have been recalled. Why doesn't every company use the fast-track process? That's a really good question. Part of it has to do with the company may not want to, like, acknowledge any blame, even though the fast-track process doesn't require them to admit that they have a defective product. It's just meant to get the product off the shelf and allow the CPSC to warn people about it. But some companies put up a fight. Um, If you recall, like, uh, let's see, Peloton, I'm losing track of my years, but I think it was last year. Initially, with the treadmills, where there were injuries and even some deaths reported, that they didn't want to um, participate. Not only not in the fast track, but they didn't even really cooperate with the recall initially. And the CPSC ended up doing a recall. But you would think it would be in a company's best interest. One, because it's 
it's being a good corporate citizen. And two, you might set yourself up for liability issues if you know there's a problem with a product and you don't pull it off the shelves or you don't warn your customers about it. Now, the one thing that's funny about this, Lisa, here's what gets me, is if you call, if you bought these earmuffs and you want to replace the batteries, the company says, hey, call us and we'll send you two more AAA batteries, okay? <laughs> so what are AAA batteries worth for one thing? Okay, I don't know, maybe a buck. And, I mean, it's not worth my time to call on the phone and get put on hold or fill out a form online with UPC codes and all that kind of junk for a buck. But then the other thing is, like, you know, if they couldn't get me safe batteries the first time, I just don't think I'm going to ask them for more batteries. Yeah, absolutely. And if they say it's just the batteries and not the hear muffs, again, we're talking about those muffs that you put on little kids so it, it you know, muffles the hearing. It protects their ears at concerts or races or any loud events. So they're not asking you to recall or to send back the hear muffs, just the batteries? That is correct. That is correct. So it appears the problem is the batteries, which I'm going to do some more investigating with this. And it may be a case where these alkaline batteries were in storage for too long mm-hmm. in a warehouse. Um, I mean, the products were shipped, were manufactured in China, but I'm going to assume that they probably don't put the batteries in them until they get here in the United States. But there's something, I, I believe there's probably something with the batteries. I mean, you've probably seen products that you've opened up, whether it was like a oh, yeah. an old calculator or something, and the batteries have started, like, you know, looking all nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was probably something like that. Or it could have been that the batteries were just junk to begin with. Teresa Murray is a consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. What's the deal with Starbucks and the espresso and metal fragments? Oh, gosh, Lisa, this just makes my my head hurt so bad. And I'll tell you why. And it's not that I like Starbucks, although I don't drink vanilla espresso triple shots. Um, But it's not that it's metal shards potentially in the bottles of the product. It's not that it was distributed in Illinois among the states. It was also distributed in Indiana and Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, Oklahoma, and Texas. Here's the thing that I just can't stand, and we've talked about this before. The recall was initiated on August 15th. So if you're counting on your fingers and toes, you have to move to your feet because that's been a long time. That's been almost a month ago that this recall was initiated. And it hasn't been made, the the FDA has not put out a public press release about this yet. What the FDA did last week was they put out like an enforcement notice on it on September 8th. So like a full three weeks, and they still haven't put out a public press release that you would get and you would see this warning, you know, on your radio stations and TV stations and newspapers to warn the public about, hey, there's metal shards in your Starbucks. And this is a a larger problem that we have got to get figured out in this country. Absolutely. It's Starbucks Vanilla Espresso Triple Shot Beverages. PepsiCo must be the bottler or the canner of that product because they're recalling them. And they say that you need to stop consuming the product, return it to the place of purchase, because these foreign objects are hard and sharp and likely to cause serious injury or dental injury. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a miracle when when this, uh, the FDA actually puts out its report on this if there weren't any injuries caused from somebody swallowing a you know, metal shard down your esophagus and your stomach and your intestines, busting your teeth. I mean, it'll just be a miracle. I don't understand. I mean, it's bad enough that we have problems like these where it's contaminated products, 
you know, listeria, metal shards, plastic junk that's in our food. That's one issue. But at least when the FDA becomes aware of it, by goodness, they should be able to get the word out to the public as quickly as possible to protect us. And that's not happening. That needs to happen. Teresa Murray is our consumer watchdog. We're always appreciative when she joins us.